We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What up, what up? Welcome to the show. It's Friday. It's 5 o'clock Eastern time, or it's getting to be the afternoon, wherever you are across this great country. And we've got Packers news for you. Mark Murphy is the Packers president. He was attending the WIAA Girls Basketball State Tournament today, as one does. And he was interviewed by Adriana Torres, local reporter there. She was at she asked him if there's a scenario in which Rodgers is still the starting quarterback of the Packers in the 2023 season. And Murphy responded, yeah, I mean, unless if things don't work out the way that we would want them, yeah, he's obviously a great player. That that confuses me a little bit. There's more comments. But she said, will he be back next year? Is and he there said, a if be- things don't work out the way we want, he'll be back. Yeah, if things don't work out the way we're right. He's right. all but confirmed that not only is Aaron Rodgers going to be traded out of Green Bay, but that it's going to happen extremely soon. Citing, we'd like to get this done by free agency, by the start of free agency, which is Monday. This is happening, guys. This is happening. Yeah, unless he retires. Well, unless he retires, but I don't think he's retiring. Anyway, uh, all right, let's talk more about it. Let's get to our guest. Lance Zierlein is an NFL Network Draft analyst, Lance, it's great to have you. Before we can get into the draft, though, we got to get into this latest from the Packers president, Mark Murphy. Say it is the Jets, Lance. Do you think that Rodgers would make them a Super Bowl contender? Oh, that's a tough call in the AFC. I mean, AFC is so difficult. So many good quarterbacks. I think they immediately leapfrog the, uh, the Dolphins in terms of the next team up in the, in the AFC East. Um, I think they are a legitimate contender because of Brees Hall back. They will, you know, Garrett Wilson, a second year, they've got draft picks. Well, we'll see how many they have left. Yeah. But yeah, I do think when you look at what they have already um, on paper and on the depth chart, and then you add a quarterback who I think can still play at a very high level. Yeah. I think, I think they, I, I can't, I can't take it. Maggie, I can't go that high with it, but what okay. I would say is, do you think they com- can compete to get into the AFC Championship game? Yes, I do think they can compete. Would they be my favorite, one, two, or three? No, they're not one, two, or three, but I think they are now in the conversation for sure, absolutely. Lance, if you were GM of the Jets, would you have gone this path uh, with Aaron Rodgers? It looks like they're trying to pursue him, or would you have maybe gone all in on Lamar Jackson? Um. 
Well, so the Lamar Jackson thing will – okay, so I'd have to see what the, the compensation package looks like. I would assume you're going to have to give up more draft picks with Lamar Jackson than for Aaron Rodgers based on the amount of time Aaron likely has left. You can't assume he's going to play any more than two years just because it's drama every offseason now with him. Well, Lamar Jackson, it comes with the caveat of not only are you going to have to you know, give up at least the two first-round picks, of course, if you had the – if you had the tag, you know, if, if, based on what's out there right now, but you'll have to give up two first round picks and 250 million guaranteed is likely what Lamar's uh, side is going to be asking for. So it's longer. I mean, you're locked in longer for your quarterback, but you're also locked in longer for your quarterback, if you know what I mean, and, and with guaranteed money. So it's tricky. I think, you know, honestly, if you ask, in my honest opinion, Lamar Jackson is the better option in terms of where Sauce Gardner is and his development, Brees Hall, I mean, they had an incredible draft class last year. Yep. And you can grow all these guys together. Aaron Rodgers, it's kind of like Matt Stafford, right? It's a staggered – it's kind of a – although the Rams were ready to win right then and they basically just mortgaged their entire future and now the credit card spending is catching up with them. With Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be similar. If two, maybe three years with Aaron Rodgers, and then you're going to have to figure out quarterback again. So – this is one of these we're all in moves. Lamar Jackson is also an all in move, but it's one that that you know conceivably has a longer runway for you. You know, Lance. Now, uh, Mark Murphy in this interview again was said we want this resolved by the start of free agency, but also was asked about Jordan Love and said, "quote We have a lot of confidence in him. We drafted and developed him. A lot of credit goes to our coaches and to Jordan. We do think that he is ready." Take us back to that draft in 2020 uh-huh. when the Packers did trade up to get Jordan Love. You're a draft expert. What did they love about Jordan Love at that time, and what do you see from him now? Well, they probably loved the 2019 tape because that was a good tape the year before. Um, he had lost, I guess it was two wide receivers, um, a tight end, a running back, a, an offensive, or rather, yeah, an offensive coordinator, I think a head coach. There were so many changes that – Jordan Love face the next year and I just think that the, I think in part the changes really hurt him I think maybe he read his own press clippings too much but but he was very talented I watched him in the summer on tape and I thought he had you know I thought he had legitimate first round talent on tape from 19 and so um, he's a guy who can throw on the move he has some mobility he has good arm strength I thought he saw the field fairly well in 19 20 not so much it was like a different guy but some of that could be explained by different receivers, different offense, things like that. So what you have is a guy with good size, he has good strength. I think there were some maturity issues coming out, you know, and that and that's a matter of, you know, when does when does it click for you? And I I think being in Green Bay, being behind Aaron Rodgers, I think certainly helped him. I don't think Aaron treated him necessarily the same way Brett Favre treated Aaron Rodgers. And so um, I like the head coach over there with Green Bay from an offensive standpoint. I think Lafleur. Uh, I think it's a good fit for for Jordan Love. So I think what they see in Jordan Love right now is a guy who has the physical talent, a guy who last year in limited time frame started to show some of what they saw three years ago on tape. And uh, and now, you know, they're going to say whatever they have to, but the reality is Jordan Love right now is he is auditioning for the future quarterback job because before you know it, they're going to have a decision now on year five with, with him. They'll pick up the fifth-year option but they also have to decide, Green Bay that is, what is his extension going to look like? Because mm-hmm. he hasn't played a whole lot of football, you know, frankly, they may get a little bit of a discount 
um, obviously, on a player who could be their quarterback of the future. So it could work out for the Packers. If it doesn't this year, my guess is they'll be sniffing around on the quarterback market next year. All right, we're talking to Lance Zierlein, NFL.com draft analyst. Now, Jordan Love is in the 20s. You, uh-huh. in your most recent mock draft on NFL.com, have four quarterbacks going in the top eight. Yeah. Is, is that because this is such to, an but yeah? Is it such an excellent quarterback class, or is that because no, of demand? Yeah, it's not, and that's what's kind of crazy about this. Is it's just you know, you know, and this is credit to Dame Brugler who looked this up. There's been no draft where there were four quarterbacks in the top ten, none. And you, there's been you know you had one almost where Justin Fields was the fourth quarterback, but he went eleventh to the Chicago Bears two years ago. Um, but this isn't, I don't think all these quarterbacks come with the same. You know, Justin Fields had a lot more polish as the third quarterback coming off the board. You look at the fourth quarterback now off the board, probably I think it's going to be Will Levis and not nearly as much polish, even though he's played a lot of football. I just, I think it's just, I think it's the demand, the supply and demand situation. Some quarterbacks who have, have you know, really fallen off lately or quarterbacks who are out of the league now. All of a sudden, there are more teams looking for quarterbacks. The quarterback movement that everyone thought might happen, it's not really manifesting itself in terms of the teams that, that we thought might draft quarterbacks in the top ten. And so now, you know, I think the Texans really need to look quarterback. I know they're going to throw all the signals out there that they're going to draft Jimmy or they're going to add Jimmy Garoppolo and they'll just wait. I think they're doing that to keep the price tag down on the, on the Bears to, to make sure they don't have – they want to send that message so no one tries to jump over – Houston at number two. It's a lot of positioning and leverage going on right now with the smoke that's being put out there from multiple teams. Um, I also, you know, so I think two needs to draft one. I think the Colts have to at number four. I think that, uh, you know, Carolina and number seven, Las Vegas could be in a race to, to get ahead of the other one or to get ahead of the Colts. So I think three at Arizona is a trade-in spot. I think number five with Seattle is a trade-in spot. And I think six with Detroit is a trade-in spot. So there could be somebody coming from outside of the, the top ten, like Washington, who could take a look at jumping in. So I, I just happen to think that there will be, because of the workout that Anthony Richardson has, has the, the rare physical capabilities, the C.J. Stroud's great tape against Georgia in his last game in college football, I just think some teams are going to be aggressive, come up and draft quarterbacks. But in my estimation, you know – it's going to be a little dangerous. Lance Zierlein is our guest, NFL draft analyst for NFL.com, NFL Network. Lance, we love comps, you know, right or wrong. We love them. So can we get comps for the top four quarterbacks from, in your opinion? Oh, I hate comps. <laughs> right, you're, you're the comp of you, record, Lance. And I know, you so love comp. comps. Everyone gets so mad at them. By the way, you if, you're not, if you're not done with writing those comps, that's fine, but if you could give us an idea of who your comps will be. You're the comp yeah. king. Yeah, I think, you know, so I, so there's not really a good one for Bryce Young. I mean, I, I do think the one I heard that does make some sense is Drew Brees. I actually do think there is some similarities in the ways they play. It's, but there's just, I think Drew Brees, I, I think Bryce Young is a very unique player when it comes to comp. My first comp I look at is I look at physical stature. So right off the bat, you know, everybody's out basically <laughs> for Bryce Young. He's not, he has some Russell Wilson qualities. He's not Kyler Murray. I think he has some Drew Brees qualities from the pocket. So <clears throat> I think a, a combination of 
outside of the pocket a little bit Russell Wilson, but inside the pocket Drew Brees. Um, number two, C.J. Stroud for me is Jared Goff. I see a lot of the same qualities coming out. Both of them are accurate. Both of them can throw their wide receivers open. Similar body types and similar arms coming out. Um, Anthony Richardson is an easy comp with, with Cam. I think both of them have the, where they spray the ball high, which is a similar, you know, a similar problem in terms of their inaccuracies are typically high. Both are unbelievably big, unbelievably athletic, and can really hurt you with their legs. So, you know, and, and I only think there's three comps in that neighborhood. It's really Josh Allen, Cam Newton, and now Anthony Richardson. There were some elements of, of – I just don't think he's a good enough thrower to be compared to Ben Roethlisberger. You could have – young Ben, people forget that young Ben can move a little bit. And then um, I think with, with Will Levis, you know, honestly, I, I see some Jay Cutler-type stuff, and that's not meant as a slam at all. People take it that way, but it's really not. He's got, he's got some freaky arm talent at times. He can make some really impressive throws, but Jay had more poise. And the thing that bothers me about Levis is he's not the most poised quarterback out there. So there are times I see Andy Dalton, who you're very familiar with, because uh, Andy was a pretty good passer coming out of TCU as well. I think Dalton is not a bad comp for, for where Will Levis can be, but I don't see Will Levis as comp being a really high-end, high-end player. So, Lance, you have Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, number four to the Colts in your latest mock. When will Anthony Richardson be ready to start in the NFL? Well, I mean, you're at least you, – I mean, you need a full red shirt. Yeah, I don't think he's ready to start next year at all. I mean, you could put him in there with some very limited stuff. But you got to remember that Shane Steichen, uh, what he did with Jalen with Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen Hurts, the, I, did ra- I did a podcast in Philadelphia, and, and I couldn't believe how many Philadelphia fans hated Jalen. They just didn't think he could play at all. And this is at the early stages of year two of his development. And I actually saw – I actually saw some advancements from when I wrote him up. I was actually kind of excited about him. I was, I was very positive about Jalen, and uh, he ended up getting better in year two. And of course, this was a great year in year three. To me, Shane Steichen's ability to meld the offense around the player is a huge advantage for Richardson going to the Colts. If he were to do that, you take his natural talent, and Steichen, I think, has proven that he can limit your inefficiencies and really. I think shine a light on what your strengths are. So, but even with that said, he's got to learn to read defenses. He's got to learn to make better decisions. He just needs to, he needs to see and experience more football. He hasn't played enough. And so I think it's a delicate balance, Andrew, between, you know, letting him take the mental reps he needs to and the practice reps and then getting him some much needed game reps. And if he's in the game, then probably the Colts are in some, you know, their their season's probably over by the time that Anthony Richardson is a full-time starter if it's his rookie season. But then again, you got to find, okay, who's your next bridge quarterback yeah. going to be? Because if you're the Colts, you have to have a bridge quarterback. I just don't know if you can go in with Anthony Richardson as your guy in year one. Okay, last question, Lance. We're talking mm-hmm. to Lance here, line NFL.com. My favorite thing in the fall is watching your sneaky videos at home when your wife is screaming at the television because of the Texas Longhorns. She is the most, <laughs> she's the most avid college football fan I know. Yeah. And she's scary. Maggie, she's scary. Trust me. Lance, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So you did you feel internal pressure at home to put Bijan Robinson in the top 10? You have him at 18 here. But it does I thought you were going to ask about the Arch Manning-Quinn Ewers uh, oh, quarterback battle. Yeah. 
Well, well, spring football. That's a little too well, emotional. So but let me tell you. So last year I got locked out of the house because I was supposedly the jinx. Whenever Texas lost their big lead against, uh, I'm saying the year before this last one. This year was an easy Longhorn route. So I came back home. I was at a <clears throat> a radio event. I came back home and there was no problem. I just happen to like Bijan that much. I just think Bijan is a really, really special talent and. There was no pressure. I did make sure that I told her how high I have Bijan Robinson. If I'm going to get points for it, I'm going to make sure she knows. I'm not going to keep it a secret. And then uh, because, you know, I haven't exactly been high on Longhorns in the past. And, well, I've been proven right from that standpoint. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's not cause trouble at home, Lance. Yeah, I know. Bijan, Don't push Bijan your luck. legit, and that one helps me. Yes, that helps <laughs> me. All right, Lance, appreciate the time. It's going to be a busy spring. I know no one works harder in this business, and I cannot wait to read your entire list of comps and hold you to everyone for the next 12 years of our friendship. Yeah, I've, I've cut them way down, trust me, okay. because I know that you have been one of the my number one antagonists when it comes to my <laughs> player comps. I've already tweeted your comps, uh, so thank you, Lance. <laughs> I appreciate that. Good, good. good. Thanks, Lance. Thanks, Talk Lance. to you soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Lance Airlines the best. I feel bad for him because he has to write every player capsule for NFL.com, yeah. and there's only one line at the end. He does player comp. I know. And that's all anyone reads. <laughs> well, they do read. <laughs> that's they do why read. I <laughs> asked him. He's the comp guy. Yeah. You know, he, he was on the field for, for the combine. Uh, it's really interesting. Do you agree with him that a quarterback like Anthony Richardson will – I don't think you – here's – I don't agree that he's going to get a full redshirt year. I think if you go in the top five – there's so much pressure to play him. Yeah, you, I think you said earlier this week, the owner's like, what did I draft this guy in the top five if he's not out there? I know. I, I think, though, this is a time when a team has to, like, sometimes you should not listen to the fans and you should, you know, do what you think is right. <laughs> and sometimes you just should listen to the fans and should listen to people like, you know, people like Lance, who's not a fan, who's informed and is a draft expert. Sometimes you just got to listen to these people and not try to get cute and think you know everything as an owner. And I think this is one of those times. Just go with the crowd on this one. Got to sit the guy for a year. Like for in New York, Zach Wilson might have been better off if he could have waited the longer. The Jets already admitted that yeah. they made a mistake by yeah. starting him right away. And by the way, they made a mistake when they started Sam Darnold right away. Like they yep. just, guys don't have a lot of, ton of reps coming out of college. Some of these guys don't have a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, uh, Anthony Richardson has 13 games or something. Starts. Yeah, that seems to be the trend, but guess what? Teams don't care, Maggie. I think it's the owner. I think they draft him high, and then they want to see him out there. This is crazy. This show has gone by so fast because we had so much stuff happening that we completely neglected that Advice Duck is happening. It's yes. Friday. Everyone knows Advice Duck is happening. I know, but we it's like we didn't even We don't even have to tease it. it. Advice Duck is a juggernaut. It's just like part of the show now. It's like a... It's the fifth member of the show. I mean, Advice Duck shows up every Friday. Yeah. Five o'clock hour, America knows. Yeah. Advice Duck, answering all of your conundrums and your hardest questions. Do that next. Plus, we have sound now from Mark Murphy, the president of the Packers, speaking at a girls basketball tournament in Wisconsin and giving us more updates on Aaron Rodgers. Guys, this could happen any minute. We're going to get the latest to you in just a moment. You're listening to Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question today, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Bill in San Jose. Do you think that the Warriors and the Grizzlies really have a rivalry? Ooh, that Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks story. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Remember to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Wow. Uh, by the way, Maggie is wearing the Advice Duck costume. But Who's Maggie? Before you get into that, <laughs> before we get to your advice that the Advice Duck will answer, I can't believe how this, <laughs> this Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks rivalry is getting out of hand. But I still don't know if we're talking real sports rivalry yet. Okay, so let's hear a little bit of sound. Uh, we've got Dylan Brooks... From last night, obviously, Memphis gets the better of the Golden State Warriors because when Golden State is playing away from home, they cannot win. Uh, lost in Memphis last night. Here's Dylan Brooks on Draymond. I know I'm a better player than him. I can do the same stuff like he does. That's easy. You know, that's just showing up to work. Me, you know, I try to score. I figure out, try to figure out plays. I try to call plays for my team. You know, so just the fact that, you know, he was trying to, you know, pin my teammates against me, that's a low blow. And that's what type of player he is. I just, you know, using my name to get his podcast up, he should at least say thank you. <laughs> yeah, Draymond had gone after <laughs> Dylan Brooks on a podcast basically saying, you know, you talk to me and you haven't done anything I've done. He's like, if you had won Defensive Player of the Year, you'd be talking. If you won gold medals, you'd be talking. If you won four titles, you'd be talking, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Draymond Green fired back. I get technical fouls when I want to get a technical foul. I don't get baited into technical fouls. And so I think that's probably the difference in between me and him. If I do that to him, it'd be a double tech because he'd respond. One of us are baitable, one of us aren't. Obviously, the two of them got into it a bit last night with, uh, you know, basically like a ball mm-hmm. fighting over a loose rebound and yeah. kind of got into it. Yeah, it kind of looked like they were about to kiss on that play, though. <laughs> Just the way that things actually worked out. That is not... Anyway, getting distracted. Uh, no, it's great, that right? That would have been quite the twist. Right now, Memphis is the number three seed, and Golden State is the number six seed. Now, the West is tightly packed. How I think that it'd be good for the NBA if there was a real rivalry, because, listen, nobody evokes emotion like Draymond Green. He is the ultimate trouble starter. 
But I tell you, Dylan Brooks is is one of those guys, too. So I think the NBA thrives on the—I won't call them bad guys, but these instigators. Yeah. Remember, Dennis Rodman was the ultimate one. Marcus Smart is a bit of one. Draymond is a huge one. Yeah, Gary Payton. I, mean, I think it a makes trash it, talker. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're all really great players as well. Yeah. But I think that that would be really fun to see Draymond— and Dylan Brooks in a seven-game series and really take this rivalry to the next level. Well, they played two... in the playoffs, though. Like, that's the good thing, you know? Yeah. You have this, like, regular season and playoff, you know, animosity between Memphis and Golden State. Wait, they played last year? They've played the last two years, right? Because it was the play-in tournament two years ago. And then oh, last year, well, I know the play. <laughs> I know. Wait, is that right? They played in the play tournament. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think it'd be uh, it'd be great. You know what the the one thing is lacking though? I don't see Memphis as we need them to be an NBA Finals contender. We need them. They're a young team to take the next step and really be. At, you know, Draymond's right. What is Dylan Brooks? How can he talk to him? Draymond's got multiple rings. Yeah. Um, well, he's right about that, but Brooks doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah, last year uh, Memphis lost to Golden State in the conference semifinals, four to two. Draymond says it's not a rivalry. I think it definitely is, and I, I'm just so curious of what's going to go on with Memphis. They said John Morant's going to be out for another four games. Yeah, and <sighs> but you really think this is a rivalry? I mean, I think it's, it's a budding a budding rivalry. A budding rivalry. Doesn't Memphis need to get a little further to make it? legit like the rivalry we'll remember in 10 years like Detroit and Chicago in the in the 90s yeah, no it's not like that yes it, it definitely needs but more it could, chapters it could be close i mean for nobody's a rivalry anymore people are more loyal to their shoe brand or their agents or their actual <laughs> team in the nba yeah, i know well, the so thing I remember hard. most about the Jordan and the Pistons was that Jordan couldn't beat the Pistons until he finally could, and then he got over the hump and won yeah. it. So, like, that's, this could be yeah. the same kind of story that the Grizzlies just can't beat the Grizzly, uh, the Warriors until they can, and then that propels them to the next level. So, who knows? I hate that this is going to happen because I knew at some oh, no, point we got breaking, breaking news? news would happen while I'm wearing the duck yes. suit. Here we go. The Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick to, you want to guess? Have you seen it? I saw it. Okay. To the Carolina Panthers. There you go. The compensation, according to Adam Schefter, they get the Bears get the ninth overall pick. Obviously, they trade with the swap places with the Panthers. Pick 61 of this year, so a second rounder. Uh, a first round pick in 2024 and a second round pick in 2025. And also wide receiver DJ Moore. So oh, okay. So you get a first rounder. Uh, you switch places this year. You get a first rounder in twenty. You get a, a second rounder this year. A first rounder in twenty twenty four. A second rounder in twenty twenty five. And DJ Moore. So two second round picks. A first round pick and DJ Moore. It's got to mean one thing. Bryce Young. Anthony Richardson. You think? Why would you trade DJ Moore if you had Bryce Young coming in? I think it's Anthony Richardson. Really? Um, well, Houston wants Bryce Young, right? I so, don't know. But theoretically, that's a, yeah. the rumors are, I mean, this is rumors that like Houston papers are reporting that Bryce Young is a front runner. But why would you trade from nine to one unless and get rid of your best receiver unless you were really rebuilding and starting? You, Bryce Young is already polished. Bring in Anthony Richardson at number one. I think they thought they had to get that high to get him. Maybe they're planning on signing another receiver in free agency. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're going to go after, like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or something. I don't know. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I mean, this is just my theory. I don't maybe know also the Bears need receivers. So Definitely. Maybe that. Maybe they're like weighing, and this could have been painful for the Panthers, but like you're weighing all your options. And you're like, wait a minute, we need picks, but we need bodies. We need talent. Yeah. And DJ, maybe the Panthers had the best, uh, you know, package. Obviously. Yeah, that's that's exciting. I did. I had read before the Bears wanted this done before free agency. Yeah. So we're getting ahead of it. I mean, Maggie, this guarantees we're going one, two, four quarterback, right? At least. Yeah. And maybe that third Panthers, pick. Bears, and four would be the uh, Indianapolis Colts. No, Panthers, Texans. Excuse me. Uh, Bear, uh, Panthers, Texans. <laughs> Three yes. is the Cardinals. Who could trade out of it easily. Absolutely. And then four is the Colts. So is that amazing? Lance Zierlein, the NFL.com draft expert, just told us there's never been four in the top ten. I had not heard that. So we could have four in the top four. Let's go. Let's go, Advice Stuck. <laughs> okay, quack, 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 everyone. <laughs> How about the Panthers? Like, we were wondering, too. We were wondering because we know their owner is, you know, kind of has a reputation for the sort of gambler. You know, he's like a hedge fund guy that maybe he was getting antsy. They'd already fired Matt Rule, brought in Frank Reich. Um, we thought it was a little odd that they were not in on Lamar Jackson. We thought, you know, they met with David Carr, or with Derek Carr. Excuse me, I can't talk now. With Derek Carr, but it didn't seem like there was any real desire there. Almost felt like a cursory thing. It's like a, I don't know. But now the Carolina Panthers make the power move. And you think it's for Anthony Richardson. That would, I would be wild. No, That's my first instinct is, I don't so think. So then who plays this year? Uh, Richardson has a gap year or... Sam Darnold plays? Yeah, Sam Darnold as the bridge quarterback into Anthony Richardson. It just feels weird to me. Why would Carolina trade up for Bryce Young? Maybe they love him. Maybe they think he's the quarterback of the future. Maybe they do. Why not? He just feels like a quarterback who's ready now. But But you you probably feel like you can find receivers. Yeah. That's also not a reason to not make the trade just because you had to include DJ Moore. Like, if I'm the general manager and I really want Bryce Young, I'm making the trade and I have to throw in DJ Moore. I feel bad about it. I'd rather not, but it's not going to prevent me from making the trade. Well, it's more... I think I'm looking at more advice, Doc. I keep yes. I keep looking over to you and see the giant... stupid duck costume right now, <laughs> totally and I wish fun. I wasn't. Maggie, it happens. It happens. <laughs> I just think that if you're going to trade up to number one, you're looking at the highest possible ceiling, where I think Bryce Young has the highest floor and a medium ceiling. We know what he could be. Yeah. Whereas the highest possible ceiling would be either Richardson or Stroud. To well, me. the other part too is, you know, the comp for Anthony Richardson is the Carolina Panthers most yeah. famous player. Absolutely. In Cam Newton. So that to me, I mean, but it's a different regime. It's a different group of people than the people who drafted Cam. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. If I if I could bet we're not allowed to bet in New York State on who's gonna go number one. Yeah. I'd take those odds on Anthony Richardson, who's what, second or third in odds. Unless it could be Stroud too, could be young. I doubt it's Levis. They're not taking Will Levis number one. I don't think you'd have to trade up all the way to one to get Levis. Right. You might as well trade with Arizona or something. It this is about less. jumping Houston. Yeah. It's about jumping Houston. That's Ooh. why I think it's about Bryce Young. Yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, Zach. Also, the fact that they have to give a, a first-rounder in 2024, you think they'd have to show some type of improvement. They can't draft a guy for a gap year. 
Oh, man, that is really a great point. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is looking like it could be Bryce Young. But, okay. Although, uh, if you if you do take a quarterback number one overall, I think everyone in the franchise realizes, like, we have a couple years now to try to get this going. Right, right? but you don't have that draft pick. But you don't have the draft pick. But Anthony Richardson can run. That might be the solution. He's going to be... He's, he's your next running back le- and your quarterback. <laughs> he's a next-level running quarterback. And you've seen young mobile quarterbacks do well in this league. Wow. You know what? It's funny because the GM of the Bears, Ryan Poles, did an interview with Peter King, Football Morning in America, where he was talking very confidently that he was going to get two first-round picks, 2024 and 2025. Did not end up getting that. He got a first-rounder in 2024, a second-rounder in 2025, but he did get DJ Moore. It's not bad for the Bears. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I put on the suit. We didn't even get to advice, Duck. That's sad. So I was just in the stupid suit it's for the, the most, breaking news. But you always look so comfortable in that suit. I am very comfortable. <laughs> it's pajamas. It's duck pajamas. Uh, okay, so we've got that news. All right, we're digesting this as it's breaking right here as we're on the air. If you want to talk about it, 855-212-4CBS. I know we got Panther fans who are listening. We're on in the Carolinas. How do you feel about now having the number one overall pick? Who do you want the team to select? We'll get you all the details and all the information we can right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Major, major news. Big, big news. The Bears trade the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. They get a first-round pick next year. They get a second-round pick in 2025. I'm sorry, they get an extra second-rounder this year, too. They also get wide receiver DJ Moore. So the Bears now looking like they just scored a haul. And the Panthers, looks like Perloff, they're setting up to get Bryce Young and steal him away from the Houston Texans, if that indeed Wait, how okay. we thought it was going to shake out. So say that is the case. Yeah. Bryce Young? Why would you trade up for Bryce Young? Because, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I thought you love Bryce Young. Don't I do you love think him. he's going to be the I do love him. Honestly, the I... Best- quarterback in this draft i think i think teams should not have given up a lot to trade up because the way i see it and maybe i'm totally crazy the four quarterbacks are pretty close i think levis is a distance fourth but i think but one, what's the difference really between cj stroud bryce young and anthony richardson well two guys might be ready to play right away yeah and two guys probably have to sit well they're all going to go close it just doesn't strike me you trade up to number one and you give up a lot when there's a trevor lawrence or a surefire number one and of course I could be wrong. Maybe there is a surefire number one, but Bryce Young doesn't feel like that guy because of his obvious limitations. Yeah, because of his size. Listen, I was on the record saying if I'm a GM, I'm not drafting yeah. Bryce Young, and I might end up regretting that forever, but the Carolina Panthers took a big swing today. Whoever it ends up being, yeah. this is a reason why they're not in a lo- on Lamar Jackson. This is a reason why they said no thanks to Derek Carr. This is a reason why they have to get out of the quarterback wilderness here because this has got to stop. The Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, you, you know, this is just not working. And ever since Cam Newton, you know, left and moved on, it hasn't been that long. I know then Cam came back. But, like, you got to yeah. get a new face of the franchise here. Oh, Painful I mean, to, to part with more. The I other mean, part, Baker was not any part of the plan. They no, brought him in the last minute as a Band-Aid. And then for the Bears, kudos to the Bears. They had the chip. Yep. They used it. They cashed it in before free agency.
Yeah, this is, wow. I, honestly, I, I do feel like it was a good day for the Bears and a, a question mark for the Panthers. Of course, when the, whoever they pick as a Hall of Famer in 20 years are going to look back and say this day. With, do you remember when Maggie was wearing the Advice Duck costume <laughs> and the Panthers pulled off the heist of the century? So Watch, like, yeah, if Bryce Young becomes the next Drew Brees, then I'm going to look really silly uh, because I was wearing a Duck costume when that news broke. Uh, Mark is in California, does not like the move. Mark, explain yourself. Right, so, I mean, Carolina could have had a more proven quarterback in Deshaun Watson. Instead, they go for the unknown. And I'm with uh, Perloff as well. I'm, I'm not sold on any quarterback in this year's draft, especially going number one. Imagine the Panthers would have drafted AR, Anthony Richardson. Imagine that. But, I mean, obviously it's not going to happen because you got right. That's a quarterback guru, so I assume they're going to go QB. But you give up a ton of picks. You trade your number one weapon. And mind you, DJ Moore was playing with, uh, you know, almost a backup rookie quarterback last year. So imagine him now with Fields, but I imagine Fields is going to ruin more just like he did all his other offensive weapons. But hey, wait, <laughs> I it, don't know about ruin. Gave, I mean, they gave up, but they gave up a bunch for it. So Carolina's got to get it right because if not, we're looking at like a possible. I mean, to me, Bryce Young, the size isn't. Really, it's not really a problem for me. It's his accuracy. That's the problem. His accuracy on deep throws is my biggest concern with him. Interesting, uh, because Mark, you know, thank you for the phone call. The poise, I never thought, saw accuracy was an issue with Bryce Young. It was yeah, more about either. the poise, the anticipation. These were all the positives about Bryce yeah. Young. He sees the field. He, you know, uh, has the, you know, in terms of his football instincts, there's a maturity there. He's a great leader, all that stuff. You know, maybe it's the cam. It's the size thing. Yeah, to go it's from hard. Cam Newton being your all franchise leader basically in every statistical yeah. category to then go to Bryce Young, it's very different. <laughs> yes, it, it's just they're two very, very different sizes and people. Uh, you know who actually, basically, 244 Anthony Richardson is bigger. Than, he's basically Cam. Yeah. Dante Culpepper was 255, but it's huge. It's gigantic for, I, I don't know why. It just, am I crazy that I think that this could be not for Bryce Young? I don't understand why they would want Bryce Young. Well, listen, if they do trade up and it's for Anthony Richardson, you would just question why did you have to get up that high unless they have intel that Houston loved Anthony Richardson. Maybe maybe the Texans were always planning to take Richardson. We have no clue. What if it's Stroud? That's the other option, too, who's also very possible. Well, you think about Arizona might have been playing hardball with that number three pick. So say they wanted the second quarterback – Houston gets the first one. Maybe they couldn't get to that. Then you would have had, there's a lot going on here. I just don't know that Carolina needed to do this. I I, I don't think they would have gotten their quarterback. uh, You know, I never want to fault a franchise for trying to take a swing when it comes to a quarterback. Okay. You know, Listen. What about San Francisco training up for Trey Lance, which literally you faulted them for <laughs> yeah. an hour Actually, and a half I, ago? I always fault teams for doing How this. About the, uh, well, yeah. if Trey Lance was and the playing. Jets. And the Jets. Yeah, the Jets have done it a couple times. It's been bad news. They did it with uh, Mark Sanchez. They did it with Sam Darnold. You got to be right. That I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like I'm a you know hindsight Monday morning quarterback person, but it all if it works out, it looks like a great move. If not, you look dumb. There's nothing else I can say about it. I got to find this. Okay, this is a graphic. Teams that traded into the top five to draft quarterbacks since 2011. Are you ready for a collection of horrors here? Is this the who's who? 2021, Trey Lance, third pick. Uh, San Francisco trade. Didn't work out. 2018, Jets traded in the top three to get Sam Darnold. 2017, the Bears traded up. They were already, 
I think of the top three, but they trade up for Trubisky. Didn't work out. 2016, the Rams trade up for Goff. 2016, the Eagles trade up for Wentz. Those would have. Those are okay. Not as no. Bad. I mean, Carson Wentz is the laughing stock right now, and Jared Goff. Well, he got to a Super Bowl and got paid. Okay. Carson Wentz led the Eagles. Who the, the Eagles were not going to the Super Bowl if it wasn't for Carson Wentz. Okay. And then RG three in 2012, the Washington traded up to number two, I believe, yeah. behind Andrew Luck. Yep. That was a good trade. This maybe fix your turf so your star quarterback doesn't get Not hurt. Not bad. How about Mike Shanahan? Don't put him back into the game when yeah. he's got a knee injury. I mean, uh, there's a lot of fault around that. I don't think that was a terrible trade, though. But the last three have been bad. Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky. So it is a, it's a dicey proposition to trade up. Yeah, but, you know, I think if you're Carolina, what were your options, really, in yeah, terms you, of quarterback? You could try to tank and try to get there for Caleb Williams, but a lot of teams are going to... Well, I don't know a lot of teams. But oh, well, that's, I, it's hard to lose that much, especially well, if you're in the NFC South. If you're Carolina, you got to go Drake May in North Carolina. Or you could go Drake May. Uh, no, that's a really good point. You're, you know, you do bring a good point. You, you should be taking swings, and you should be very aggressive at the quarterback spot. They only lost one first round pick. Like, I don't think that's that crazy. Two uh, seconds hmm. and a first. I know DJ Moore, but like, what's DJ Moore worth? Second, third? I, I'm not sure where his contract status is. I don't know what it is. I just look at this team, and I'm not. I think they're going to be bad next year. And they're not going to have a first-round pick. Carolina, that is. Uh, all right, time to get to our Casamigos shot of the day. He shoots! He I love that. The shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. It was all about the aftermath of the Perloff peanut butter challenge today. I wish I had thrown up. My body wanted me to throw up. There's no doubt about it. I bet you would have felt better if you had thrown up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm never eating peanut butter again. I'm not kidding. I've never it ever. It ruined it for you. That's ruined it. Ruined it 100%. <laughs> I'm never opening a jar of peanut butter and sticking a spoon in it again. It's done. Oh. Wow. Well, that's a shame kind of because I know how much you liked it. That's what led to this whole thing in the first I, place. I love it. I can't. Even thinking about it right now, it's turning. I'm feeling a little green oh. around the gills. Oh. Like creamy, delicious Shut peanut up. butter. <laughs> not good for you. I'm taking my headphones off. Stop it. <laughs> oh, and all of its Ugh. glory. Perloff and peanut butter never... Shall the two meet again? <laughs> um, I got to tell you, as far as my Casamigos weekend plan, would you like to hear it? I love this. It's a Casamigos tequila cocktail recipe. You get the Reposada tequila, a little lemon juice, the pink grapefruit juice Perloff. Ooh. It got a little warmer here in the Northeast. And I was like, ooh, I'm thinking spring. This is where I'm at. It's like a Paloma style tequila drink. That's where you're going to catch okay. me. Uh, Selection Sunday this weekend. What else? Nice. We got the Oscars. Oh, what a night. I mean, my whole weekend's basically revolves around this. Don't really know what the Paloma thing means, but I'm going to take <laughs> that, your word for it. That means grapefruit juice and tequila together. <laughs> oh, okay. Paloma. Uh, they call it the Danny Ocean at Casamigos.com, ah, of course, after George Clooney, one of the founders. Super cool. Yeah. yeah, no, that does sound fun. Yeah, you have a great week. Everybody has a great weekend lined up. And I, I got to tell you right now, I'm so excited for Monday's show. Same. We got football news happening. We're going to have Aaron Bears Rodgers. Bears just traded the number one pick. I think we're going to have Aaron Rodgers on a new team. Yeah. I think we're going to have Lamar Jackson reports going wild. Because free agency starts so they can talk to him. Yep. By 3 o'clock on Monday. I mean, five free agents. None of the free agents are that good. But it is going to be a whole new world. Everything's going to be happening really, really quickly here. This is going to be a lot of fun. And we got the tournament starting. Yes. And we get Selection Sunday, but then the tournament starts, you know, 
Thursday in earnest, but we get the playing games. Yeah, too. and it's going to be one of those First shows four. with a lot of breaking news. I think we should start a tradition right now. When we're in a window where news is breaking, you should put on the duck costume. <laughs> I, it was going to catch me at some point. We're at lucky some point, that it was this. Is this is our fourth advice duck. <laughs> I knew it was going to catch me at some we point. We never got advice. I feel I completely know. gypped. I know. We'll have to save the question until next week. It was a good one. We're always taking more advice uh quandaries and conundrums you can send them to maggie and perloff at gmail.com yeah maybe we need to book sort of put less in the last hour of the week because it feels like nine things we have to get to every friday <laughs> we could have never guessed that the bears were going to make this trade today oh man so many thank yous thank you to mike samter thank you to Stu kovacs you guys do a fantastic job thank you so much to our buddy mark ellis the comedian got us ready for the oscars to land zero line NFL draft analyst. One other thing this weekend, Perloff, I'll be celebrating my mom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you guys on Monday. We out. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.